Hey everyone, you're very welcome to episode 8 of the Phoenix Surveillance Podcast. I'm your host Kate, and this episode is all about the virtual block watch program put on by the Phoenix Police. So it's a really cool program that's directly related to surveillance cameras and it helps you fight crime. But it's not just me on this episode. To better explain this program, we have a special guest. Joining me on this episode is Sergeant Vincent Lewis. So I got a chance to ask him a few questions about the program. So he explained it a lot better than I ever could. So I'm going to go ahead and play that without further ado. And then you'll hear from me again at the end. We're here with Sergeant Vincent Lewis of Phoenix Police. How's it going, Vincent? Oh, it's great. How Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the virtual block watch program. So I came across this the other day and I thought, hey, this really corresponds with what we do here. And I think it could be helpful and useful for a lot of our customers. So I thought it'd be a good idea to get some more information about it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely. So, so yeah, vir- virtual block watch. It's, it's, uh, it's, a rel- it's a new program that Phoenix Police is uh, taking advantage of, and it was created by uh, one of our uh, very own employees here using on-duty resources, so no external funds were necessary. But what it does is it provides our detectives with a map, uh, more or less, it's kind of like Google Maps, but what it does is it gives us a pin map of locations around town, around our city, where uh, folks have stood up and said, you know what, I've got a camera system or a security camera uh, surveillance system or closed circuit television or just a camera facing outward at my home or business, and it's recording. So that lets officers know that, hey, there's cameras recording in this area. So when you think about if uh, a crime were to occur in a certain location, uh, and, and it's not readily obvious that there were cameras there, our detectives can pull up that map, uh, enter that location in, and see if there's anybody out there that's willing to share uh, their footage with us. And what the goal, of course, is to take this video footage, because video footage is so compelling uh, in our investigations. We are looking to reduce the time between the commission of a crime and the identification and arrest of a suspect in that crime. So it's uh, completely free. It's non-intrusive. You can opt in or opt out as you see, uh, as you desire. But again, it's just a way for our detectives to say uh, that uh, to see that there are cameras out there and that they are recording. So I think it was on your website. It mentioned how uh, camera footage is like a virtual witness. Can you talk about that a little more? Like how compelling the evidence is in trials and things like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, we uh, first and foremost, we're not going to lose any of our uh, policing skills, our old school uh, policing tools that we use. And those, you know, we're still going to look for our eyewitness testimony and so forth. But again, uh, it, eyewitness testimony and video uh, evidence is this is similar in that you get one perspective, one point of view. But when you increase those uh, numbers, when you have multiple eyewitness testimonies or when you have multiple uh, camera angles at your at your at at your fingertips that kind of helps gives us uh, a more rounded uh, view or uh, closer to the truth of, of exactly what took place and of course video evidence it's 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 out there it's everywhere uh, whether or not people realize it we estimate that they are on camera 
up to 70 times a day if you're out and active in the world just because of the amount of cameras that are out there. And of course, we've seen instances where something interesting happens and then immediately people's cell phones start coming out, people start recording, they live stream, they post that uh, that out there and, and it's, it's visible to the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen uh, a lot of instances where people will take that video evidence and they'll immediately post it to social media. Uh, if that is evidence of a crime, well, of course, we want that information going to our detectives. And, and that would be preferred. Uh, reason being is that uh, there's a lot of uh, investigative value to that. And the investigators know uh, when it's the right time to release that publicly. So if someone were to have video evidence uh, of a crime that has been committed, uh, it's best to get that into the hands of the detectives first before we release it publicly, uh, just because they want to make sure that they not only uh, protect the rights and privacy of the uh, of the surrounding community, but it has evidentiary value. And it's possible that release, early release of that uh, video evidence, it could compromise the investigation. So we want to make sure that we maintain the integrity of that case and, and, and the, uh, that evidence before we let it out publicly. Okay, great. So uh, with the virtual block watch, is it connected to like other cities and everything or is it just Phoenix at this point? Right now, it's just ours. The virtual block watch is just Phoenix Police. And, and again, the program itself is more or less just a reference point. It's a starting point. It's a map. Mm -hmm. It's a pin map for us to go ahead and, and look at these locations. Now, when you register uh, for virtual block watch, uh, you give us your contact information and your location, uh, number of cameras and so forth, whether or not you're a, a homeowner or a business. It's an easy, simple three-step process. It takes about 10 minutes to complete. Uh, what you've done is basically you've raised your hand in the, in the crowd to say that I've got cameras I'm recording, and I would love to uh, be contacted if uh, if detectives think that I might have uh, evidence that's maybe valuable in the case. It's 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 not it's 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 non intrusive in that we will only contact uh, you once you've been uh, enrolled in the program if we think you might have evidence in a case, and that's when we just basically reach back out and ask uh, if we can uh, have that conversation. But once you've registered for the program, our technicians will. Uh, make uh, th that contact with you. They'll take a look at your cameras. Uh, they'll take a look at your system, make sure that it's uh, that it's up to date. We don't provide equipment, but we do provide advice. Uh, we'll take a look at your camera angles, uh, if we can offer any kind of advice to make sure that we not only optimize your system, but respect the privacy of others. Um, and so we will take a, a still of your camera angle uh, at each of the cameras that, that you have in your system, and that gets added into the system. So if a crime occurs in, in the intersection outside of your house, uh, we can pull up a still of what the camera may have captured. If we think that it's of value, our detectives will reach out to you and say, can we talk about how we might be able to take that footage? Now, we're not interested in your system. We're only interested in the video footage. Gotcha. Okay, so it's just a simple form you said, and you go on the Phoenix Police website, correct? Correct, yes. You're going to visit phoenix.gov slash police slash virtual block watch. And if that's too much to remember, it's just phoenix.gov slash police and follow the links to the virtual block watch page. Uh, a form will pop up. You fill out the form, and that says that uh, that's the first contact. So we'll use that information to reach out to you to make that connection, and then we'll take a look at your system from there. Great. We will go ahead and put a link on that and um, spread the word, too. <laughs>
Yeah, great. Thanks. So we want to make sure that we ease people's concerns about the uh, the possibility of a, you know, a Big Brother element here. We don't have live access to your systems, and we're not looking to establish that connection through this program. Uh, essentially, like I said, it's just a pin map. Uh, your location appears as a pin on the map, and we mm-hmm. we sh- we keep that information uh, confidential here because we do value the statements given by our witnesses and the confidentiality of not only our witnesses and victims, but uh, we want to respect uh, the privacy. So uh, that information will not be made available when requested. So really, it's, it's just a way of you raising your hand and, and saying, I have cameras. And then, of course, uh, we would make the contact with you uh, to see, well, were you recording during these times on these dates? It's, it's possible you might have video, uh, the video evidence of value to this, to this case. Exactly. So I think it's a, it's a really great use of technology to help, you know, the greater public and everything like that. So I was really excited when I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're excited here. We've gotten a lot of response, uh, uh, a positive response from the community as well. Uh, and uh, the media, of course, is helping us spread the word. Uh, we are taking advantage of uh, that, uh, those boosts in technology. So many systems now are becoming, uh, they're becoming smaller, uh, more affordable, and more robust, of course. Uh, especially in the cases of these business closed-circuit television cameras and things. Um, there are cameras in there everywhere, and some of those cameras are recording, and they're going to capture uh, the po- quite possibly crimes uh, in progress. So that's what really what we're taking advantage of is uh, our witnesses and now include our, our camera witnesses and video uh, evidence. All right. Do you have any final thoughts about the virtual Blockwatch program? Well, you know, you members of the community, both homeowners and business owners, can help Phoenix police solve crimes by joining Virtual Block Watch. And again, visit phoenix.gov slash police. Thanks so much, Sergeant Lewis. Have an awesome day. Absolutely. You too. All right. So a very informative and useful interview. Thanks again to the Phoenix police for doing the interview with us. And yeah, it's really cool that just by having a surveillance camera, you can help to fight crime. So again, we'll have the link for you to sign up for this program, and we highly recommend that you do. And it's kind of cool. It it reminds me a little bit of the McGruff, the crime dog campaign, like from the 80s. And, you know, maybe I'll have to do an episode on that later on. But yeah, just take a bite out of crime, um, register your cameras, And do what you can to stop the bad guys. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode. You can find out more about Phoenix Surveillance at our website, phoenixsurveillance.com. You can find a portal for all of our social media from there if you'd like to join the conversation. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can send an email on to phxsurveillance at gmail.com. So we got some really cool stuff in store for the next couple episodes, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. So this is Kate DeBinko signing off. Until next time, stay safe out there, everyone.